they wanted to transform into a fish, but uh, still stayed half goat. So I find maybe that duality, yeah, that contradiction and, you know, not really wanting to be, I mean, kind of stuck in their ways in a way, but being adaptable and resourceful. Yeah. And the other little side note is that one of the things I read about a Capricorn is that they kind of have a fear of being themselves, which I thought was really mm. interesting and related to this um, myth as well, because right, he, he jumped into the Nile River wanting to become a fish. He was afraid to be himself. And yeah, he didn't completely transform to the fish. Yeah. And just, I mean, they're go-getters, they're leaders but are they masking some of their true self in that identity and in the career mode or we'll get to it, but yeah, I can see that. Oof, interesting. Welcome to Coco Astrology, the Chocoholics guide to the universe. I'm Jen. And I'm Kara. In this podcast, two soul sisters hailing from planet earth were brought together by the forces of the universe. We're here to take you on an otherworldly adventure, delving into the mystical cosmos and unlocking the secrets of the Zodiac. But hold on to your astral hats. That's just the tip of the galactic iceberg because we're doing it all while indulging in the ancient food of the gods, cacao. So buckle up, fellow Earthlings. Grab your favorite bar. Because we're about to take you on a journey that will leave you craving chocolate and astrology like never before. Welcome to Coco Astrology. Welcome back, all you Earthlings. We are so excited to jump into our newest and latest and greatest episode featuring Capricorn. Jen, goat milk. (laughs) 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 I've been wanting to say that for weeks. That's hilarious. You finally got your chance. Finally, and that's just a little sneak preview of what's coming this episode. We're going to be talking lots about the goats. Lots. Lots. Good thing they're so cute. They are so cute. Goats are really cool. You know, I had a friend growing up who had little goats, Julie Fetters. Shout out to Julie Fetters. And she was in 4-H and had tons of little goats that she took care of. And they were cute. They were so cute. Oh yeah. I mean, they have a lot of personality and uh, yep. pretty determined to ruin your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Capricorn, right? <laughs> yes, we will get into all our Capricorn babies. But what did we talk about last week? Remind yeah. me. Yeah, we talked about the recap of the fall signs, Libra, Scorpio, and Sag. And we picked our favorite from the whole season of our celebs and the chocolate and, mm. and the compatibility couples. So that was that was a fun episode. And we got a chance to uh, do our our fire rounds trivia. And I, once again, I lost, which is very disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. It was only by one horse hair, Jen. Yeah, Remember? that's true. Yes, it was a whole horse's <laughs> leg, right? That's what we said. <laughs> Just one. But it was so much fun. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, please do. Because it, it really helps to understand the, the Zodiac as we move along. Because we started in Cancer, so we had our summer unwrapped and fall. Really just kind of puts them together. And today we'll be getting into Capricorn, an overview of the signs, so personality. We'll talk a little bit about the symbol and mythology. Of course, some fun trivia and taste some Capricorn chocolate or chocolate that we think is best for the sign. Yeah. Yep. And maybe not the best favorite chocolate of ours. (laughs) Maybe not. (laughs) Leaves a sour taste in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) But before we get there, in all seriousness, Jen, how was your Christmas? How was your weekend? It was lovely. It was it was a little bit of a rush rush, but I got a chance to see my niece do some signing she's really good at sign language and um does it for church service in town i got to see her do it and she was so amazing and wonderful and i got to hang out with my daughter a lot and Mm -hmm. i've been hanging out with her cat minka she's uh been spurting around my apartment (laughs) she (laughs) is adorable she is cute she's a little bit of a character for sure so anyway and I think she's actually I'm trying to remember what sign she's I think she's a Sag (laughs) that's funny yeah maybe a Scorpio I can't remember I'll have to ask Laura but anyway she she was born almost exactly a year ago 
So, Aww, well, she likes to travel and hop from cushion to cushion. Exactly. <laughs> from leg to leg. <laughs> yep, indeed, indeed. Oh, what about you, Car? What did you do over the holiday? Well, we had a great time. I actually like went to the movies, which I know it's it's odd. Some people go all the time, but we we tend to go like maybe three times a year or something. But I've already beat my record this year, I'd say, with the Marty Scorsese flick. Right. Um, but we did go see Wonka, which is very fitting for the podcast because of chocolate, right? Yes, so, I love it. And that that beautiful Timothy Chalamet that everybody loves. I mean, he is he is dreamy. Um, but awesome. It was kind of funny because we're in Capricorn season and they're supposed to be very serious, but as soon as they started singing, I looked over at Olivia and I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't know it was a musical because uh, she's just not into them. And I don't know, maybe earth signs don't, <laughs> they're yeah, not into maybe. Yeah. the light, silly, you know, sing song type, uh, you know, genre. Exactly. And so it did, it did uh, get better and it was pretty funny, but um I didn't know it was a musical. And so that's also a sneak peek. I might be bringing some musical tributes in, of course, this month. Yay, I love it. I mean, it kind of makes sense. I mean, there was the Oompa Loompa song. And yep. I can see how they could easily make it into a musical or kind of sort of like a musical-ish. Yeah, exactly. It was. It's a prequel, really, to the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory story. So it's kind of his origin story. I mean, I found it kind of, it had some flaws. I mean, I put on my serious critical Capricorn cap and uh, definitely had some, (laughs) some areas I would, uh, you know, like to go back to the editing room, but it was, it was really funny, especially the references to Chocoholics and how people get when they taste chocolate, like just the, the addiction. So yeah, yeah, it was really good. I do love Timothy too. I think he was so good in Dune. Um, he's a heartthrob. I could see. I definitely could see why people love watching him. And I did also make uh, killer chocolate mousse. We had some mm. really good food. So of course, I'm always bringing the food in. But um, Olivia made a really good Puerto Rican dish called pollo gozado, and so we had that and some chocolate mousse, and had a friend over, and it was just nice. It felt like family, friends, and family, but very like low key. That sounds lovely. I got a chance to hang out with my entire family, which was super fun. We we played this fun game that I gave my sister uh, called "Do you, Th- you Think You Know Me? And it was really fun. We, it was kind of like a great way to kind of get to know each other even better. So that was super fun. Oh, to nice. hang with family and friends, right? It's so yeah. wonderful. And that with the full moon in Cancer, that is today as we're recording. Yes. I feel like that's a great time to bring in the family and the sense of you know, protection and security with your loved ones. So I just love that. I totally agree. And that, that full moon energy, man, last night it was so it like pretty much almost looked full, you know, it, it did pretty beautiful. I can't wait to see it tonight. So you want to get into Capricorn? Tell us about the dates of this Zodiac sign, Cara. Yes, it is December 22nd to January 19th. Um, This is a cardinal sign, so the start of the winter season. We know it's an earth sign, and it's represented by the goat. Um, Yes, it is. Like we said, those cute little goaties. Those cute (laughs) goats. So do you know any any goats, Jen, in your life? Yes, my childhood best friend, Heather, growing up, is a goat. And uh, my aunt, Judy, and I mentioned my friend, Sam, at the last episode. She's the very first day of Capricorn. Mm-hmm. And my friend, Tammy, growing up, is the either the last day of Capricorn or the first day of Aquarius, depending on who you ask about the dates. Um, and then our friend, Daniel, who you, we used to dance with a lot, uh, oh, Cara. Yes. Yeah, he's also a Capricorn. I think his birthday is in just a couple days. Happy uh, early birthday, out. Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> Aw, I love that. All your goat babies. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I know a few. I mean, I've talked before that I really, I really didn't think I knew too many, but I'm starting to meet more in my life. So my friend Jeanette, who's also a chocolate lover, Renee and Kristen. So shout out to them who are kind of earlier in the Capricorn dates. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's the same with my Aunt Judy. I, I think that's awesome. I think Capricorns is really interesting also to see like the progression of the sign, like the different decans or which one's closer to Sag and which one's mm-hmm. closer to Aquarius. I definitely have noticed that I 
just looking through like so I'm friends with so many people who are cusps and it's just like so interesting <laughs> that that is the case you know what I mean we just gravitate towards them and I mean I was gonna say cusp just for fun in this episode <laughs> Speaking of, can you tell us about the Capricorn symbol, which is not just half goat? Absolutely. So yeah, in modern times, we've kind of just looked at the Capricorns as a goat, but they're actually half goat, half fish. Hmm. And sometimes people call them the sea goat, right? But mm-hmm. the, the glyph for the Capricorn is, it looks like a little bit like an N or a V with a loop. And that's supposed to represent the horns of the goat with the the fish in general, right? And um, it got its name from a Greek myth that says the god Pan was a goat and he dived into the Nile River to escape the giant Typhon. And then he tried to become a fish to escape this giant. And then mm-hmm. instead of becoming a fish, he was half goat, half fish and was still able to escape apparently. But that's where that symbol came from. And it's really interesting because there's a several different myths that also all relate to this fish goat symbol. So it's kind of in a way kind of a, a sign that really represents that duality because it's sort of, even though it's an earth sign, it's sort of half of an, a water sign as well. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they uh, are compatible with those water signs. Mm-hmm. And the actual um, constellation looks like a big, large triangle. And um, it's actually in the area of the sky where there's a lot of other water signs, such as Aquarius mm-hmm. and Pisces. So it's kind of interesting. And it's also uh, the smallest constellation in the Zodiac as well. Don't hide little goats. I know. <laughs> yeah. That is such a cool myth. I actually, of all the ones that you've shared with us, that that one's the most interesting to me. Just, you know, may, they wanted to transform into a fish, but uh, still stayed half goat. So I find maybe that duality, yeah, that contradiction and you know, not really wanting to be, I mean, kind of stuck in their ways in a way, but being adaptable and resourceful, which we'll get to. Yeah. And the other little side note is that one of the things I read about a Capricorn is that they kind of have a fear of being themselves, which I thought was really Mm. interesting and related to this um, myth as well, because right. he, He jumped into the Nile river wanting to become a fish. He was afraid to be himself and yet he didn't completely transform to the fish, right? So mm-hmm. I thought that was really interesting because I think that I, I can see that in some of my, my friends that are Capricorns. Yeah. And just, I mean, they're go-getters, they're leaders, but are they masking some of their true self in that identity and in the career mode or we'll get to it, but yes. I can see that. Oof, interesting. Yeah, Exactly. So this sign is ruled by Saturn. So that is its planet ruler. And Aquarius is also ruled by Saturn. But this represents, you know, our limitations, our restrictions. So that kind of, um, you know, practical side in a way of what we're going to let into our world. So they may struggle with feelings of guilt or become fixated on the past. Um, You know, that expectations kind Mm -hmm. of factor. Yeah. So just this need to forgive and um, bring more light and positivity into their lives. And I mean, the Capricorns I know are positive. They are a little more, um, I would say, grounded in reality. But I don't see them dwelling on the past. But I could see they're just moving forward. You know, they're just trying to get shit done. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing I thought was interesting too is because Saturn rules time, there's a there's a saying about Capricorns that they get younger as they age because they kind of can transcend time. Mm. So that was kind of interesting because I I myself have you know, a, a, a interesting relationship with time. I feel like I never have enough, right? And yeah. so it's I find that really interesting. Maybe Capricorn, maybe it's something for me to learn with Capricorns being the opposite of me on the Zodiac. Mm. I'm a Cancer, right? Um, so maybe there's something about that I can learn to help me with my relationship with time. But you, speaking of opposite on the, on the chart, you're, I believe that you have a node in Capricorn, right? I do. I have south node. I had to relook at my chart just to see because I I didn't think I had any Capricorn, but the South Node is in my fifth house. And from what I read, the South Node is really what you're learning to or what you're asked to let or what you're asked to let go of. Right. So um, moving away from and that's interesting. Can you can you elaborate on the meaning behind that? So um, the idea is that you are whatever your South Node is, you're 
uh, you know, your karma in life is to move away from that in this lifetime, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're moving towards your north node, which for you would be cancer, which is yes. the opposite on the zodiac sign, right? I'm but coming again, to you, baby. Right, exactly. And if you remember, my south node is Virgo, right? So the idea is it could be that potentially you were you had some aspects of Capricorn in your previous lifetimes. Mm. And so you're, you specifically chose this time to be born so that you can move away from those aspects and, and transcend into the opposite sign. That is interesting because when I'm hearing, I know they're both earth signs, but it sounds like Capricorn and Virgo have some personality traits in common. Yes. So it's interesting that my rising is Virgo and you're also, uh, your North node is Virgo. Um, but the Capricorn is the opposite of your sign and my South node. So it's just interesting. Like there could be some overlap there, some duality, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of let's, let's talk about these Capricorn traits, shall we? Yes. I mean, Capricorns are so ambitious and determined like that. I think is the one thing. And every Mm -hmm. Capricorn I know is, is like that. Um, definitely leaders, go-getters, Yes, which is actually often the case for Cardinal signs. If you think about it, they're the beginning of that season, right? So they like really just want to move forward and they're just going to go get it, which I think Mm. is interesting. Um, but specifically for Capricorns, I mean, they're just, known as sort of the boss, right? They're boss babes and they just can't stand not being in control. Yeah. I found that too, that they really, that self-control kind of helps and that discipline nature helps them be good managers and bosses. Like they're able to manage lots of people. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's because there's more neutrality in their emotion. Like it doesn't mean they're not emotional or don't have depth, but because they are more practical and grounded, they kind of don't, show that emotional nature on the outside so I feel like they'd be really good at managing people not getting too into invested in people right but in the work itself yeah I think that's very true I mean and they're also very resourceful right and super smart and they Mm -hmm. want to help people feel safe and happy so I feel because safety is an issue for them too right so I feel like they would be a good leader in that way and that they are and their and their drive to be successful is almost more like self-punishing. That's kind of what I found. So it's really not mm. about like, they, it's not they're, like they're being com- competitive and want to outperform everybody else. They're more hard on themselves. So it's, it's more about them wanting to succeed on their own. That is a good insight. I really like that. I, I like that because I mean, we all have our biases and I think maybe part of me thought that, they weren't connected to people or community centered, but that's not true if they're good at using their resources and want everyone to feel safe and comfortable and value that, then it kind of makes sense that they do feel emotions and that connection. Yeah, exactly. But they also can be super hard on themselves, like I said, and they really want to be respected. That's one thing I for sure have seen in Capricorns. They like really want to be respected, which might just kind of get in their way because they're so worried about other people respecting them rather than just, you know, worry about themselves a little bit. Um, Mm. And they can also be very, um, I don't know, they can struggle with being vulnerable because they don't want people to see the weaker weaker side of themselves. Yes. So maybe it takes another sign to get that out of them. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, definitely. I mean, I read that they have kind of along that line they're very independent um Mm -hmm. which makes sense so they can make a lot of progress in their personal growth and their professional lives um which makes them so amazing and someone to admire um so they shouldn't be hard on themselves because they're awesome and uh yeah they're serious they're supposed to be pretty serious and traditional in nature. So maybe they like rules kind of like a Virgo. They like to follow steps and procedures. Mm -hmm. And that is kind of the side of me that is like, I'm not very practical. So maybe I need a little Capricorn around (laughs) a little goat. (laughs) Or maybe you're just doing a good job of moving away from your South node. Oh, true. In my Mm -hmm. past life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you talked about some of the challenges kind of you, but what else did you find about? Yeah, I found that they can also take a little bit too much on because they do, they do like to, you know, really be successful, um, that they also can feel lonely as they don't want to depend Mm. on others and that they can also be kind of moody and fussy. Mm. Yes. I feel like yeah. all the signs are a little moody. 
I know. I agree with you on that one. They kind of <laughs> certain ones are more so though. Yeah. <laughs> Not me. No, just kidding. <laughs> what about you? Did you find any sort of challenging traits? Yeah, I found that because they have an awareness and because they're very resourceful and sharp, they they could be seen as a know-it-all, mm-hmm. um, a little condescending. Um, you know, maybe as a traditionalist, they might impose some of their values and just those those rules, right, and that practicality. And so someone who might um, really thrive on ideas and optimism and just kind of leading with their emotions may be a little bit, uh, feel a little challenged in that way. Mm-hmm. And just that need to forgive them, forgive others and be a little more flexible to the situation. Because if you're following the rules and you have expectations and something happens that changes the dynamic, then you just have to be adaptable to it. Yeah, I can definitely see that. That interesting, that imposing values. I definitely have seen that where they really just expect everyone else to kind of take on their own values rather than sort of respect other people's kind of variety. I definitely have seen that for sure. Yeah, for real, for real, for sure. For for real, for real. (laughs) (laughs) Now, do you, the Capricorns, you know, are they pretty serious? Because that's another thing that I think is a, can be positive too. And I mean, let's face it, everybody has a sense of humor in their own way. But do you notice that? I, you know, it's funny because I think like they take themselves a little seriously sometimes, but um, I feel like they also have an interesting kind of darker sense of humor as well. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know if serious is quite the right word, but they're, they're definitely, they take themselves seriously. That's what I would say. Yeah. I mean, if you think about a goat, they take themselves pretty seriously as they're hopping around, prancing around. Right. (laughs) But they're also so cute and friendly and like um yeah kind of have some like a fun side to them as well which is i think definitely true for the capricorns that i know the capricornus capricornus is that yes that's right capricornus is the latin word for uh horny goat i think is what it is okay yeah (laughs) wonder if a scorpio would go well (laughs) just kidding so i'm curious you talked about pan and the story there with jumping into the Nile, but is there anything else with the mythology that you wanted to share? Yeah. I mean, there's several different little myths that are all kind of similar around this myth of the goat and the fish, which I think is so interesting. And once again, going back to what we said before, it's funny how different cultures take on similar stories across the world. Mm -hmm. But um, one tale is that Almathea, which is the foster mother goat of Zeus was sent to live in the sky among the stars as a reward for raising him from a child um, and so anyway, there's a lot of stories that also just basically are all revolved around gods that are being sent to the sky by Zeus. And so mm. we see this with Pan, with Amathea, and then also with another story around Precus. So really fascinating, but they're all kind of similar, you know, that in that, you know, you know, Zeus gets to decide which the constellations are. <laughs> yeah, we didn't name what sign Zeus is, did we? Because, I mean, he's probably just all of them. I think so. Yeah. He's like the the father daddy, right? (laughs) He gets to be whatever he wants to be. And Zeus is the ruler of the sky. So it makes sense. He has all the constellations in his pocket. Exactly. He gets to decide what what gets to go up there, right? (laughs) He does. Now, I wonder if he is also a chocoholic because... We're going to get into it. Yeah, we should definitely like look into that. There's got to be somebody who's using Zeus in their in, in their chocolates that they're making, right? I mean, that'd be fun to look into. But in the meantime, let's get into the chocolate we brought for today. What do you think? I'm ready. I, I mean, I'm a little nervous. I'm, I'm a little nervous to try it, but I am ready. <laughs> well, tell me why you're so nervous to try it. What did you pick, Kara? Well, this isn't a bar I would typically choose, but it is one of my favorite makers. So I'm bringing a bar from Manoa chocolate and we mentioned them of course, back in cancer season and Libra season. I think they'll just keep coming up for each element and they're from Kailua, Hawaii. So in the Island of Oahu and Manoa means solid, vast and depth. So I feel like that's pretty true to a Capricorn. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're one of the, second round of craft chocolate bean to bar makers they opened in 2010 so they're kind of on the earlier side of craft chocolate 
Um, and so I just love them. I have a subscription from them. So I get bars from them all the time. And so I thought, let me just, let me try this goat milk chocolate bar. Yeah. I'm so curious about it. Cause I don't drink a lot of goat milk myself, but I do like goat cheese. I think it's so delicious. Mm, and so yes. I'm just curious. One thing that I love about it is it has a little tartness to it. Compare it with a little bit of like a jelly with some crackers and oh my gosh, it's so good. Yes, the creaminess. I mean, it's definitely creamy. A goat cheese um, mm. has a little bit of sour taste, but not too sour, especially when you mix it with, you know, dried fruit or on a salad. I mean, goat cheese can be just perfect, but goat milk, goat milk can be a little bit more tart and sour, I would say. So I am bold. I'm going to try it. It's a 69% goat milk chocolate bar. It has 11% goat milk powder in it. Okay. Uh, And this is directly from Manoa on the description of their bar. They say it has a unique flavor that reminds us of a dark chocolate cheesecake. So that sounds pretty good. Yeah. And it only has 20% sugar. And we mentioned the 11% goat milk powder, but it has both the characteristics of a bold dark chocolate and the rich creaminess of a milk chocolate. So um, I feel like a Capricorn who is managing lots of flavor notes, managing (laughs) lots of different, um, you know, personalities maybe in the work. Mm -hmm. Multitasking. Yeah. Trying to be successful. And obviously just the fact that it's a goat milk. I mean, that's an obviously tie in to Capricorn, right? Exactly. I mean, that's really why I chose it. But um, the fact that it's not too sweet, I like to get shit done. Um, It's a dark milk chocolate. So it's a little darker. So that's serious cap. And then adept at using resources. Goats, goats are probably better for us than something, right? Milk and a goat. Um, yeah, exactly. Actually, goat milk is the closest milk to uh, human breast milk that there is. So that's why they give goat milk to babies sometimes who can't um, breastfeed. Oh, interesting. That is interesting for my trivia later. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I am going to just get into it because I want to get it over with. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you're hilarious. You're anticipating so, not liking it. I think it's, which is so funny. I mean, it's got, it's got to have a yummy chocolate taste, right? At the very least in Manoa, always. I mean, they kill it with their chocolate. So I'm do. so curious whether or not you like it or not. I mean, it's a beautiful brown color, like just beautiful chocolate color. Um, the smell, you know, definitely has a little bit of that milk chocolate mm-hmm. smell. So, but a little bit more strong in terms of the aroma. I'm going to snap it. Well, it's still a dark chocolate, right? Because it's still a, almost a 69%. Yeah, 69%. Yep, exactly. So it's still got that. So I'm going to uh, be bold like a Capricorn would. And I am going to let go of expectations like a Capricorn okay. wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what do you think? What flavor notes are coming out? Mm. Well, right away, I get the, oh, Okay. All right. It's coming. (laughs) It starts kind of sweet, like the dark chocolate. First, it tastes a bit like a milk chocolate, creamy. um, Definitely get that, you know, chocolatey notes because they kind of set a combo of a nice dark chocolate with the creaminess of a milk chocolate, like a cheesecake. But then I have to say the goat milk really overpowers it. And I mean, it is real sour and mm, grassy. Okay. Um, I mean, it just is wild. It doesn't taste, it has an aftertaste, you know, it has that, mm, it's a little bitter, a little sour. I mean, goat's gone wild, I'd say. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect for Capricorn. It's a cheesecake, but it's like one you might have made from scratch with ingredients near you, like a goat. (laughs) (laughs) now that it's rounding out to the end i'm almost done melting it it's going from sour back to like a cheese like i'm definitely getting that goat cheese note now okay which isn't too bad it's not as it's not as sour it's not as tangy it's like coming back to earth and um not bad i mean 
Couldn't I just slice some goat cheese then? <laughs> I know. <laughs> slice some goat cheese and put some real chocolate sauce on it or something. It might be a little more delicious. I don't know. I mean, it sounds it, it sounds like one I probably won't get, to be honest with you, Cara. <laughs> it's okay. And I love you, Manoa. I just, goat milk is an acquired taste. And I've tried goat milk frozen yogurt before. And same thing. I just wasn't a fan. Mm. Um, but I thought you know, why not? I have this bar. Let me give it a go. So I think there are some people who like it and don't mind that like grassy, cheesy note um, that just goes a little wild, like I said. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So (sighs) my next bar may not have goat milk in it. I'm guessing not. I might have to avoid that. You know, I've seen it's been a trend in the chocolate world to try different kinds of milk Mm -hmm. um, rather than your standard milk, right? So like coconut milk obviously is great for vegan chocolates. And of course, I really personally love, um, you know, the tropical flavors of coconut. I think it goes so well with chocolate. Mm, But I think I've seen some oat milk chocolate um, and now goat milk chocolate. And so it's really interesting. But I'm not a big fan of oat milk either. So you know what? Me too. I tried an oat milk chocolate bar and it felt a little bit, um, well, one, it lacked a little flavor. Like it didn't enhance the bar at all. It almost felt like it was chalkier. Right. Um, which I'm definitely more into the coconut milk. There's like cashew milk, uh, which I don't know if I've seen any chocolates made with cashew milk, but they might have. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, I guess milk chocolate is my second favorite then after coconut milk. <laughs> <laughs> of the milks. Right, of the milks. <laughs> but moving We're on. milky today, yes. Moving on, I can't wait to try my bar. Yes, is, tell me about it. I'm so excited because I picked this um, 85% actually Tanzania mm. bar. It's a single origin bar from Kilimbrero Valley. And the maker is Puchero. Mm. And Puchero is started by a couple, Paloma and Marco. And they're from Spain and Italy, respectively. And they started out with a love of coffee, actually. They had this huge love of coffee and I think they were producing coffee. And then after a few years of making coffee, they started getting into chocolate because I think just traveling the world and mm-hmm. trying different beans, they started trying cacao and just decided to add that to their collection. So, um, of course I had to pick this Tanzania bar because, um, Your favorite. I love, yeah, it's my favorite. Um, always has like these bright fruit flavors and the bar itself is a beautiful bar. It's like a square. Um, it's got these, cool designs which might actually it almost looks like maybe a map of maybe where the chocolate's from I'm not sure it kind of looks like it could be a map it just sort of has like it looks like roads or rivers or something on the chocolate bar itself it's really cool oh that is cool and I've tried that maker before I've I've quite enjoyed their chocolate and I think I tried one with bread pieces in it or something of that nature they're just really interesting and I could see how coffee would grow into a love for our chocolate and Capricorns love coffee. I'm sure productivity. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Helps them get shit done. Like they need any help. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, and on the outside, it did say that it's bold and pungent. So mm. I thought that would seem like it fit well with Capricorn. So let's give this a go. Here we go. I'm excited for you to try. Me too. Beautiful. Mm. What are you tasting? So immediately I get that chocolate no, and it goes right into, it's really interesting. It has a very like, um, like it has those fruit flavors that I love, the kind of the bright red fruits like cherry, Mm, mm -hmm. but it's like really subtle because it's covered up by this interesting, like um, really bitter flavor, like almost not quite chemical, but like. It like oh, really synthetic. almost, yeah, like a synthetic ish type flavor that almost, it almost like weirdly has like, it's a really smooth chocolate, but it's creating this sort of um, like texture on my tongue almost that like sort of feels like it's getting in the way of the fruit flavors. It It's like really bitter, almost mm. citrusy. It's definitely bold and strong. It's really kind of taking over. It's taking control, just like a Capricorn boss. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That is interesting. I also feel like Capricorns would value other parts of the bar, not just the flavor, but the technical aspects, right? So maybe maybe the texture would be of value to them. Yeah, I think it probably would. I mean, I do think this is the, um, 
I'm kind of disappointed, I'll admit, because I definitely love my Tanzania bars because they're always so fruity. And I feel like mm-hmm. this bitterness is just um, kind of getting in the way of the fruitiness. Like, it's there, but it's not It's not how I really like it, right? So um, it's kind of a bummer. Kind of a bummer. But I, it's still really good chocolate. Like, it's, I could, it's complex, and it's mm-hmm. very smooth and beautiful. And, uh, you know, I'll still finish this bar. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> You can appreciate the aspects of the bar, but just like a Capricorn, I mean, it's interesting. Both of our bars are teaching us to let go of our expectations. So Mm, interesting learning lesson. (laughs) I love it. I mean, I'm still getting that cheese note on my tongue. I'm just saying it hasn't gone away. I know this, this bitterness is almost, it kind of reminds me of like when you eat like a peel, like, you know, like a citrus peel almost, it's that bitter. Oh, or like, yeah. you know, like that little grains in between the flesh of the, of the fruit in a citrus fruit. It just like mm-hmm. has that super bittery flavor. Like almost like the seeds, you know, how yeah. seeds of an apple can be kind of like that. I used to eat the apple seeds. I know you're not supposed to, but when I was young. Yeah, I mean, you can, right? They're just not yeah. as tasty. <laughs> they kind of have that, a little bit of that synthetic, like a little almondish, a little nutty. I don't know if you're getting any nuttiness. Yeah, yeah, I'm not really getting nuttiness. It's like, yeah, I mean, maybe like a real bitter part of a nut, perhaps. Yeah, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, this is this shows that we (laughs) are adventurous and we're just trying new bars to get out of our comfort zone because we can't always pick bars that we're just gonna absolutely love, and that's okay. That Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And some people, really, if they really love that bittery flavor, they're going to love this bar. Like it definitely, I just, I feel like it's almost like a tease. Like the Capricorn's teasing me a little bit. Cause like the, I can tell the fruit flavors are there. They're there. It's like, they're just like, it's like they're clouded almost. Mm. Like there's like this veil that's like getting in the way. <laughs> well, maybe you're the fish in the water and I'm the goat outside. I don't yes, know. Perfect. I feel like our bars together, the, uh, little bit sour and a little bit kind of bitter might yeah. go together. We just need a little sweetness. We need a little more sweetness for sure. I think for sure. I mean, I guess I shouldn't expect it to be too sweet since I did pick an 85% bar, but exactly. I do wish it was a little bit more fruity. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, next week when we talk about celebrities, we will think about what we, we talked about this week and, uh, Make yeah. a different choice, maybe. Exactly. Maybe we could pick a, 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 a sweeter aspect of the Capricorn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> so let's do some potpourri. Just get into a few of the little fun trivia facts about a Capricorn. So body parts ruled by Capricorn. When I looked this up, there were so many. I was like, what, what is... What is the answer? (laughs) Essentially, it was the skeletal system. So, you know, your bones, your knees, your joints, um, Mm -hmm. your teeth. Oh, Uh, interesting. Yeah. Reminiscent of sea goats, I guess. Um, So I found that to be really all-encompassing and just a boss would rule all the body parts. (laughs) Right, right. Oh my gosh. I found that the knee, that's what I read is the knees and the joints. Um, mm-hmm. But the skeletal thing kind of makes sense to me. It also kind of makes me think about fish because I think about the fish skeletal, you know, we take out the oh, fish's yeah. bones, right? So that's what I think about. Um, that makes sense. And it, it drives movement too, right? And productivity. So your knees, mm. your joints, like if yes. those give out, then you're kind of stuck. I mean, it, you know, you're not able to be flexible. And so I feel like, they kind of go together um, and it makes sense for a Capricorn. Does totally make sense. What about the colors? What did you find the colors for of this sign? I thought you would love that gray is one of the colors. Oh, <laughs> so, so perfect. Flashback to our Virgos. Um, mm-hmm. Also brown. So colors that are not too extreme or too intense. So not black or white, but kind of in between the shades, as we say. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and it represents that you know, solid, reliable, and traditional nature. So kind of, you know, dependable colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about gemstones? Did you find something for 
Capricorn? I did. I found a couple different gemstones, actually. The garnet was the main one, um, which is a beautiful red gemstone. Mm. Um, and also it has like a dual meaning of both commitment and creativity, which I think is so, so perfect for Capricorn. Yeah. Um, I also found that the, um, the dark sapphire, like a, there's like a darker sapphire that is also supposedly one of the gemstones for Capricorn. Oh, cool. I want to look that up. That sounds beautiful. Yeah, I love, I mean, there's something about sapphires that I just think are so beautiful. And which was the sign that also had a sapphire as the blue sapphire as their gemstone? It would be Virgo, yes, because oh. it is the September birthstone. So go um, figure. I know, right? Go the figure. Earth signs. Yep. Yep. So what about careers? I mean, obviously they're bossy, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that boss nature uh i did see that accountants were a good career i actually know one my friend renee is an accountant uh analysts so i don't know if they mean just mathematically speaking but also i was thinking of psychoanalysts or therapists um, i know a therapist that's uh, capricorn um and architects and if you think about it they all deal with numbers right mm-hmm. they all are a little more linear, right? So just, um, you know, formulaic or kind of yielding a certain outcome. There's one answer. I mean, that's not true for all, of course, but just when you are dealing with numbers, usually there is a specific answer. So that makes sense to me in terms of productivity um, and a capital. Yeah. And they like, they like to be sure of things, right? They like to be like, like have, like be in control, like we said, but also just like have that, you know, specific outcome, which makes sense. And they also, I also found that they're good creative directors, which I could also see because they do have mm. sort of a creative side to them. It's sort of like that, you know, the duality between the goat and the fish, right? Yeah. Um, entrepreneurs. I have several friends who are entrepreneurs who are Capricorn. Mm-hmm. That's, that totally makes sense. And then obviously CEOs, the, the boss babes and, and dudes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I would even say chocolate makers or people mm. in the chocolate industry, just throwing that in there because we do have a couple of fun Capricorn interviews this, this season. So get ready mm-hmm. for that. We do indeed. One of them was in sales at one of my favorite companies. So we're going to, that would make sense to me too, is being good at sales, I think. Oh, I definitely think so too. Because they do, they can be a little charming. They just, you know, and if you're a good salesperson, you know how to control the conversation. So I can see it. I can definitely see that. Yeah. Very goals oriented. So kind of know what, what numbers you want to hit and that can, you know, help build kind of a timeline or, you know, how to get there and the steps to get there. So I feel like, I feel like, yeah, they'd be really good at, at making a deal. For sure. Well, let's get into our trivia. Cause I've got a really fun one for you. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay, cool. So the duality of the Capricorn is represented by, like we said earlier, the head of a goat and the tail of the fish. Mm-hmm. And this also is showing that it's intuitive because the head of the goat represents what? And the tail of the, of the fish also represents what? Can you think of what those two might also represent? That kind of that kind of lends towards intuition ish. Mm. Does one represent the head and one represents the heart? I don't know. No, you're uh, but you're close. Um, what it is is the head of the goat represents the future and and leaning towards the future, and the mm. tail of the fish represents the past. Interesting. So we were saying that they can dwell on the past or feel guilty about the past. Well, maybe. they can sometimes carry around, gab- you know, like baggage in the past, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But they also like to go forward, as we've said. So they kind of have this duality in them, which also makes them kind of intuitive in that they can kind of see the whole picture of the past and the future. Oh, I love that. So really, it makes them kind of well-rounded. Yeah. Um, just got to stay present, on whatever whatever yes. ground they're standing on. Exactly. Or, or swimming, swimming in. in? Yeah. <laughs> Great trivia question. So mine is also in reference to goats, um, of course. It. I'm on that theme today. Mm-hmm. So historically, goats are referred to as the poor man's cow. But really, that's not true because many people will say that goat milk is superior to cow's milk. And so... I'm going to give you a bunch of reasons why 
you tell me which one is not true. Okay, cool. So goat milk is superior to cow's milk for all of the following, following reasons, except, all right, their small size makes them easier to herd and to milk. Goat milk is full of folic nutrients and a good alternative to breast milk. Uh-huh. No, that's true since I mentioned it earlier. <laughs> Goat milk is higher in fat and contains more protein per serving. And goat milk contains high levels of calcium, potassium, magnesium, and vitamin A, among others. So which so one which is one? not true? Yes. I think it's the one where goat milk is higher in fat. I think that one is the one that is not true. So this is a great guess. This is very interesting because you said before that it has been used as, as an alternative to breast milk. So doesn't mean that it hasn't been used or, or isn't a good supplement, but I did read sources that say goat milk is known to be deficient in vitamin D and B12 and different folic um, nutrients um. like iron. And so, you know, infants younger than six months of age need a certain amount of folate. Um, and so goat milk doesn't provide as much as normal breast milk or cow's milk. So this can lead to megaloblastic anemia. So okay, interesting. Yeah. I mean, the reason why I, again, why I thought that goat's milk was good as an alternative is because it is closest to the human um, breast milk in that it's similar protein levels. And I know Mm -hmm. it's also low in lactose, which is something that milk is high in. So if you have to be um, lact, you know, low lactose, then you would not want cow's milk. So, yep, but, it is better for your digestion, right? So that is an int- that is a tricky one again. I tricked you. You totally tricked me. <laughs> so creepy. So creepy. <laughs> <sighs> but I mean, you you taught me too that it's not just it's not that it's not a good alternative necessarily. It's just you might need more of it. Um, because it has low levels of those things, or mm-hmm. you don't want to always be using that, right? But just exactly. like you don't want to be using store-bought formula. I mean, there's reasons against that. So it's probably better than that. Yeah. Or or maybe you enhance the store-bought formula with the goat's milk, so you have a little bit of both. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. that's interesting. Yeah. Get, get your protein. Definitely has high levels um, of fat and protein, more than cow's milk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Yeah. Wow. I feel like we know so much about goats and milk and. Right. It makes it so fun. I love it. And how they're related to our friends who are Capricorns. (laughs) So now that I feel like we are really well versed and could participate in a goat trivia challenge with some Capricorns. (laughs) What about what's happening in the sky this coming week? Well, as you know, today is the full moon in Cancer, like we mentioned. So it's a great day to kind of release a lot of emotions before the end of the year, right? Let go Mm -hmm. of those things that you don't need or want anymore and move forward into Capricorn. And um, so on December 29th, when this episode airs, Venus will enter Sagittarius. So you'll probably want to go some some adventures with your loved ones, or you just might want to escape them, (laughs) depending (laughs) And yes. uh, and then on the 30th, Jupiter goes direct into Taurus, which is a fantastic opportunity to get more stable with your finances, um, mm-hmm. your resources, anything that gives you confidence. Um, but especially because it kind of is leading up here to January 1st, when I've mentioned this in the past, Mercury is going out of retrograde. Oh, yeah. And we'll be going direct in Sagittarius. And though on the first, though, it's going to be square to Saturn and Pisces. So it may actually throw you a little bit off track at first um, because it might not be like on the actual first, you might be like, okay, I'm just got to recalibrate here. But mm-hmm. then on the fourth Mars enters Capricorn. And so then you're really going to feel like getting shit done. Yes. So I would say like maybe on the first, continue to enjoy your holiday break, take your day to enjoy, um, you know, and then like maybe start planning for actually getting stuff done on the fourth. That makes sense because Mars is very action oriented and, you know, that does kind of pair well with the new year, right? And resolutions and turning them into action and how are you going to achieve your intentions and your goals? I mean, I like to think of them as intentions versus Mm -hmm. goals. I mean, 
I wasn't the first one to say that, but just that idea of, you know, hoping to get something done, but if it doesn't, it's okay. We can be flexible, right? That's going to be the theme of the month. Um, and you know, just find it's about the present moment and trying to work towards that intention. I agree. Again, the Capricorn's challenge is to be in the present, right? And to not worry too much about the future or the past. So stay in the present. And um, of course, I mean, both Mars and Capricorn are all about getting stuff done. So I think it's just going to be a really great time to start just to kick off the new year with new intentions. That sounds great. And shout out to my friend Jeanette, whose birthday is December 29th. So happy birthday to you. Yay. Happy birthday, Jeanette. Get shit done. Yeah. (laughs) I had a notebook given to me by my boss that was a sloth and it said, get shit done. And I loved it. That's awesome. (laughs) That duality right there. Exactly. I love it. Perfect. Well, next week we'll be getting into our celebrities. We'll be talking about Capricorn celebs. They might not all be actors. I'm guessing that we'll find some in other fields. And then we are going to pick a chocolate bar for them. And that'll be a lot of fun. Mm, Can't wait for more chocolate. Of course. (laughs) I'm already looking forward to a new bar. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I've got one picked out already. We are, we are ready to move on. We're, we're taking heed about the Capricorn, like let the fishtail go and move forward into the goat's head. (laughs) And by then it'll be January 5th. So we'll be taking that action. Moving forward. You're right. We will be indeed. (laughs) <laughs> jumping prancing like a goat oh, oh, that's, like a goat? <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect well all right <laughs> we'll leave you all with my with my goat's bond <laughs> uh, have I'll a wonderful week everybody all yep. right happy Love new you. year peace peace out 2024 is on the way yeah <laughs> How do Capricorns have parties? (laughs) They eat grass. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Cheers to you, Caps. We love you. Yeah. I dream of chocolate, chocolate, bate, bate, chocolate. Yeah. I dream of chocolate, chocolate, bate, bate, chocolate. Yeah. Chocolato, chocolate. Sucla, cocolado, cocolada, chocolate, the abroma cacao, chocolate, chocolate, I like chocolate.